0: Alright, so how many of you guys felt challenged last week to draw near to God? Did you guys feel encouraged? Maybe not challenged in a bad way, but in an encouraging way? I hope you did. And how many of you appreciated Russ's encouragement to start the semester off with vision? I thought that was really cool. Starting out with vision, with purpose, with a focus, can, can make your semester go up or down. And honestly, when you come to school... Every semester, and definitely your college career as a whole, is either going to go up or down. You're not going to stay the same, but you as a person are going to go up or you're going to go down. And as you enter with vision, you can go up. It's really kind of a cool deal. So Jeremiah thirty twenty one was that key verse from last week, and I just want to recap a little bit. It says, Who is he who will, who, will, who will devote himself to draw near to me? And that was God's challenge to each of us. So I hope that you guys took that away last week and uh, between you and God felt drawn to him in a way that you'd be committed and devoted to drawing closer to him every day. Today, we're going to try something different. I need, I need you guys to interact with me. I need a little participation here. I need, uh, I think it's Stephanie, to read Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, and read it loud. Okay. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangled us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the author and the of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, so what are some of those weights that you guys encounter here at Fort Lewis that tie you down? School. Homework. Homework. School. <laughs> Notes. Professor. Chemistry. chemistry professor. <laughs> okay, those are all good weights. Any other weights? What's that? Pe- people. What? Wait. Actual weights. Hey, there you go. How many of you guys have to take a weight class? Okay. What adjectives would you use to describe the sins that so easily ensnare us? Tempting. Tempting. Pride. Pride, yeah. Laziness. Laziness. Isn't that true? Isn't it easy just to be lazy in school and yeah. burn time? i okay. <laughs> no, I'll do tomorrow. What are some other adjectives maybe? Anything else? Okay. Now, thinking through all those weights and, and all those sins that easily ensnare us, how do you think we can better focus on Jesus in the middle of all that other stuff? Anything come to mind? Right. Quiet time. Like, great. And and what would a quiet time involve? Right. Prayer. Good job, Sharon. That, that, I mean, that is key. Do you think it would be possible to draw near to God if we're not talking to Him? Is it possible to keep my eyes on Him if I'm not talking to Him? Okay, so what else has to happen in a quiet time?
1: Yeah, hearing from God. Isn't that awesome?
0: And it needs to know, like I said last week, every single time I open this Bible, God's going to talk to me. That's pretty sweet stuff. So those are a few ways that I can keep my eyes on, on Jesus. I can be talking to him continually throughout the day. First Thessalonians 5.17 says pray continually. That doesn't mean that you start when you wake up and say, Dear God, and then you don't stop till you go to sleep. That's not what it's talking about. But it's talking about all throughout the day you're communicating with God. Over and over, no matter what situation you're in. Most of you guys have seen that me and Aaron are down here together almost all the time. Throughout the day, maybe even if we're not talking, we're communicating all day. I'll look over at her. She'll look back at me. I'll ask her how she's doing. She'll ask me how I'm doing. We'll communicate our plans together. We'll pray together. It's kind of like that with God. All throughout the day, we can have this open line of communication with God. And then in Psalm 1-2... David said that he meditated on God's Word day and night. So all throughout the day and night, he was thinking about God's Word and what he'd been reading in God's Word and what he'd been hearing from God. Pretty cool stuff. So there, those are a few practical ways that we can keep our eyes on Christ all throughout the day, regardless of any circumstance we're in or any emotion that we're having. Okay, next verse is Will Secor, Hebrews 3.1. You're so close, why don't you use this? Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle of the high priest, who confess. Okay, fix your thoughts on Jesus. So we talked about setting our eyes on Jesus. And the next thing is fixing my thoughts on Jesus or setting my thoughts on Jesus. So how can you set your thoughts on Jesus? What are a few ways that you think you could continually think about Jesus throughout the day? Here's one that, that I think works for me. Remembering what he's done in my life. Isn't that key? To think back, to actively remember. Not just it comes to mind, but to actively choose to remember all that he's done in my life. And to think through, man, what amazing things he's done in my life. How about thanking him throughout the day for all that he means to me, all that he does for me, all that he gives me, who he is, things like that. So thanking him, remembering what he's done in my life. Those are some ways that I can set my thoughts on Jesus. Okay, so setting our eyes on Jesus, setting our thoughts on Jesus, and a final verse from Terry, Ephesians 1, 15 through 18. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love towards all the saints not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the Lord of our Lord, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom, having a revelation in the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you. What are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the same? Alright, awesome. Okay, so that would be my prayer for you guys, too, that God would enlighten the eyes of your heart. See, we can't look at Jesus with our physical eyes right now. That's not going to happen until we die and go to be with Him. But right now, just like Paul prayed for the Ephesians, I pray that each of us in here that the eyes of our heart would be opened so that we could truly sense all that Jesus Christ is and all that He does for us in a way that would draw us near to Him. And so that is the challenge today, to actively set your eyes and your thoughts on Jesus.